I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, after 4 o'clock, John Cobelt On Demand, John Cobelt Show On Demand to be exact, and that's on the uh, radio app as well, iHeart app, so uh, you can listen to whatever you missed. Uh, we have uh, George Gascon in a primary on March 5th. It's uh, just about two months until we can evict him from office. It's a primary where he's got, I've seen up to 11 competitors. One of the, uh, one of the best choices, John McKinney, a deputy DA who's running against Gascon. Uh, he was in the major crimes unit and he prosecuted about 40 capital murder cases. His record almost perfect for convictions. But then Gascon reassigns him to uh, handle misdemeanors in East L.A. because McKinney, well, we'll ask John exactly what, what it was that he did or said that uh, got Gascon that upset. He's retaliated to at least 25 deputy DAs who uh, are, are fi have filed lawsuits in civil court against Gascon, and two of them have already gone to trial, and uh, he's lost. 
Um, so we'll, we'll get the rundown on that uh, uh, coming up now because John McKinney is here, ready to go. John, how are you? Good afternoon, and uh, congratulations on your new show. Thank you very much, and it's good to have you on. And uh, first of all, how how's the campaign going for you? Hey, the campaign is going great. It's going great. Everything up to this point has been a prelude to what will be a sprint over the next two months. Uh, fundraising is going well. I got a good infrastructure, a leadership team in place. I'm fired up and ready to go. Talk about the retaliation that Gascon unleashed against you, your your personal story here. And, and to, first of all, talk about your career. I mean, that's incredible that you prosecuted 40 capital murder cases and he relegated you to misdemeanors. I mean, that alone is enough for his dismissal. Yeah, you know, great. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about this. I want to go back even before my career, John. I think you know a little bit about my background. I was born in a low-income, high-crime environment. I lost both my parents before I finished kindergarten. I was raised by my eldest sister who raised five children by herself. I grew up during the crack cocaine epidemic. I had to navigate uh, some very troubled streets day in and day out. And I did everything, you know, pretty well. You know, I, I played by the rules. I worked hard. I worked myself through college. I managed to get into one of the greatest law schools in the world here at UCLA. And that, that is quite an accomplishment coming from where I started. You know, life dealt me a pretty low hand in the beginning. And I played it. I played it well. I got to this law school, a great opportunity for a great future. I decided to go into public service. And I, I started my, my professional career with the DA's office, where I've been now for over 25 years. And I started at the bottom. I started doing misdemeanors. I worked my way to the top. And the top in the DA's office, in, in, in my point of view and many others, is the major crimes division. Uh, it's a division that houses 1% of the attorneys in the office. We handle the most complex and, and most high-profile cases in the DA's uh, system. And I did well there. As you said, over my career, I prosecuted about 40 murder cases involving about 50-plus defendants, convicted every one. I had a perfect record in the major crimes division. I had just successfully prosecuted the case uh, involving the death of Nipsey Hussle, which was one of the higher-profile cases in the last 10 years. And the thanks I got for that was to get uh, unceremoniously kicked out of the unit and put in a, an assignment here in uh, East L.A. where I supervise young attorneys who are prosecuting misdemeanor cases. Yikes. Uh, what, what is it you did that or said that upset Gascon? Well, you know, I had been speaking out uh, against his policies from the very beginning. Um, but I had been speaking out against his policies up to that point for a couple years, and he had never taken any action against me. I think what happened... John, is that uh, once I successfully prosecuted the Nipsey Hussle case, I had already intimated that I would run for DA. I think Mr. Gascon got nervous. He realized that I have an incredible personal profile and a remarkable record as a prosecutor over 25 years. I think he understands that if I could get my story and my profile out in front of uh, the public here in Los Angeles County, they're going to like me. Uh, they're going to want me to be the future leader of the office. And he wanted to get me off the big stage. You know, he wanted to get me out of a place where I was getting attention 
and put me in a place where he hoped nobody would hear or see from me again. That is really dirty. That is, I, I mean, as you were going through, first of all, the struggles you had when you were very young because of your family situation and then make it all the way to the major crimes division and then prosecute 40 cases, 50 defendants and win every single one. And for him to, 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 to trash that record and send you basically to Siberia is, is just, I, the, as you were telling that story, I mean, I was getting so angry. Because your story you know, is something that ought to be celebrated, admired. You're a role model for everybody else trying to make it out of a bad circumstance. And what do you do? You, you put away a lot of bad guys who hurt a lot of people, who killed people. And you, you make day-to-day -day life better. And this is what he does? It's just... Yeah, I got to say, John, I was incredibly uh, disappointed and angry, too. Not because I got transferred. I, I was upset because of the why you know it was why i was being transferred it was uh to serve his own political self-interest the job i have now is a great job I've, I've learned a lot as a supervisor here of misdemeanors misdemeanors are very important uh in the county of los angeles they in the aggregate affect people a lot more than some of the lower level felony cases but uh the reason I wanted to tell the backstory of my life is so that people can appreciate how hard I did work to get to the pinnacle of for any criminal trial attorney, major crimes is the highest level you can go in the largest prosecuting agency in the United States of America. So to go from where I started on the day I was told my dad was died to where I got to in major crimes, handling those kinds of cases was quite an accomplishment for me. For some people, it might seem like a small thing, but for me, it took a lot of work to get there. And then to have a guy just come along and ball that all up and toss it to the side just no. because he could infuriated just, me. Just disgraceful. Just at, no, no, and normal. I'm not the only one he. No, just, you know, just 25 I'm not the only one. Right, right. What? And, and so the public has to understand that. A real leader does not face 25 to 30 lawsuits from the people he's supposed to be leading. A real leader uh, doesn't face a nearly 98% uh, plebiscite of, of his deputies who want to see him recalled and replaced. Uh, a real leader doesn't stand against half the cities in Los Angeles County voting no confidence in his leadership. Uh, and that's where we are with George Gascon, and that's why we need a change. And as you said, we have a, this, this you know, uniquely American opportunity to evict him from office. What, um, what when you're, you're out campaigning and you're talking to you know, normal people, right, what, what do you hear from them? I, I, I imagine that this is an unusually uh, high level of interest for this campaign, more so than usual in a DA's race, especially a primary what are, you, what are you hearing from people? Yeah, you know, I, I'm hearing everything from disappointment to disgust. So there's a lot of people who are just absolutely disgusted with him, and they're ready to vote for almost anyone else. And then there are other people who don't feel quite that strongly, but they are disappointed, and they do recognize that mistakes were made back in 2020, and they want to see things go in a new direction. But it's important to them that it be the right person. And I believe I'm the right person. I believe I have the, the personal background. I have the lived experience of growing up in a, in a crime-written environment. 
I understand victimization. I saw it firsthand. I know what it's like to have friends who are arrested and charged with crime and want due process for them. And then, you know, I've had this amazing career here in the DA's office for 25 years with a, a remarkably spotless record. And think that, I think that puts me in position to be the next district attorney of Los Angeles County. Before you go, what's the most important thing you want to accomplish if you win? I think it's very important to restore trust uh, in the in the criminal justice system. I think part of Gascon's design has been to undermine trust in the institution of our courts and our prosecuting agency. He is an agent of chaos, and we've got to start rebuilding that trust. It's going to take a person of integrity, a person of character, a person who proved it long before this campaign started, which I think I've done over the course of my life. Once we restore trust and get the public on our side, get the public behind us, then we can make some of the other changes that are so sorely needed. All right, John, we'll talk with you again. I want to, I want to get you on in uh, even a longer format, all right, before the election. Well, thank you, John. John, and thank you for allowing me to tell a little bit about my story. People can learn more about me at my website, mckinney4la.com. Well, you're a good man. You talk about integrity and ethics and all that. You you certainly have that. Uh, and and I really wish you a lot of luck. Thank you, John. I hope you do well. Thanks for coming on. We'll talk again soon. All right. That's uh, John McKinney, and uh, he is running against George Gascone for district attorney. And how much how different would the world be if we had John McKinney in office the last four years instead of? I mean, I had despicable. I'm out of adjectives to describe my disgust for George Gascon. This guy, you discipline this guy. You heard his story. It's a true story. What, how he, how he had to grow up, what he had to overcome, and to fight his way to the top of uh, the LA County District Attorney's uh, office and 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 major crimes, a perfect record, forty cases he won. And, what, and and you take that knowledge and that experience out of the system prosecute misdemeanors because McKinney is running for Gascon's office. So petty, so cowardly, so wrong. I don't know how anybody listened to John McKinney's story could possibly vote for George Gascon. I mean, he is such a petty little dictator. Uh, just a, a really small, petty man. All right, we come back. I'm going to tell you about uh, Gascon's Influence on the parole process has caused more convicted felons, more convicted violent people to be on the streets. Explain how this happens on the John Cobalt Show. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Hold on. I got to reach over and grab this. Grab Laura Engel coming back on the show. She is the national correspondent for News Nation. Have you seen News Nation? It's an excellent uh, cable news channel. Find News Nation on your uh, cable TV. And Laura Ingalls there, and she is going to tell us as to why we haven't seen the Jeffrey Epstein documents yet and the 187 names that are connected to the case. It was supposed to happen today. Something's holding it up. Maybe Laura knows. She'll be on coming up after uh, 3.30. Uh, Thomas Buckley did a great piece on... Uh, Gascon today uh, in the, the CaliforniaGlobe.com, which is a uh, news outlet, CaliforniaGlobe.com. And 
Uh, Gascon, he says, is known as a decarcerationist. I have never heard this word. A decarcerationist. He wants as few people in jail as possible. This is a this is a progressive philosophy that has taken root among all the people that are destroying our country. And you know, George Soros funded this idea to get these woke district attorneys into office. And Buckley's written a story about this. One of the things that Gascon did. He ruled that his staff could not attend parole hearings on behalf of the victims. Because normally when a prisoner is up for parole, the victims or the family of the victim can be part of the hearing. And um, he quotes Kathleen Cady, and we've had her on the show. She is an advocate who works for free on behalf of victims. And Katie said, not surprisingly, not having a prosecutor at parole hearings has resulted in a higher grant rate of parole. In 2021, the grant rate was 31% when a prosecutor went to a parole hearing, but 38% when a prosecutor was absent. In 2022, they granted parole 25% of the time when a prosecutor participated, but it was 33% without a prosecutor. So these inmates, these are inmates serving possibly a life sentence, but they're eligible for parole along the way. And the victim or the surviving members of the victim is not allowed to have a prosecutor there to represent them. And so instead of one in four prisoners being released, it's one in three. Because uh, the, a prosecutor means access to the prisoner's record while he's in prison. A prosecutor is allowed to review an inmate's prison record before the parole hearing, and they can share that information with the victim and their families. For example... A hearing for an inmate with a clean prison record will proceed differently than a problem problem prisoner. But if the victim doesn't have that information, then how can they make their case effectively that the guy should stay in prison? This is the trick that Gascon pulled. Because you may think, well, why do you have to have a prosecutor with you? Do you need your hand held? You can go by yourself. No, because the prosecutor would bring the prison record with him and a victim or family members don't have access to that. If there's no prosecutor, there's no information for the victim and their family that they could use to make their case to keep the inmate in prison. Gascon's assistant, Diana Terran notified the prison to stop allowing LA County prosecutors to access prison records. Gascon's office no longer even provides the parole board with a prison packet detailing the facts of the case. Normally, the board can look at things like the original police report, transcripts of the interviews, case notes before making its decision. But this detailed information is not necessarily sent to the prison at the time of the incarceration. And if the prison doesn't have it, the board will not see it. And without a prosecutor being involved, not only does the victim and the family 
have no access to the whole story. Neither does the parole board. You see how they rigged the system? They always have a good reason. It's like, well, I'm sorry, according to our regulations, according to our rule. Well, they rigged the rules and the regulation. Uh, apparently, Diana Turan, Gascon's assistant, originally said it was a pilot project. But uh, this pilot project has been sticking around for several years now. And again, the whole point is, and they know what they're doing, is to send violent criminals, even violent criminals, subject to life sentences. Give them parole early. It's not life without parole. It's life with parole. So periodically they come up for a hearing. I, I, this, this is one of this may be the worst guy we've ever had in public office at any level. I, I cannot remember ever doing as many stories as we've done on a single office holder than George Gascon. I can't. I mean, we've literally had hundreds of stories over the last uh, three years with a fourth year to come. All right, we come back. We're going to talk with Laura Engel and she's with News Nation. News Nation is uh, the hottest, newest cable news channel. It's a good channel. And uh, she's covering the uh, Jeffrey Epstein case in New York. And today was the day they were supposed to release hundreds of pages of documents with uh, about a couple of hundred names of people connected to the case. Were we going to get to see the names of some of Epstein's uh, customers? We don't know. But it was supposed to be out. It's not been out. Why is this? We're going to have Laura Engel on coming up next. On the John Cobelt Show. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. On from one until four. After four o'clock, uh, John Cobalt show on demand on the iHeart app. Conway coming up after four o'clock. Well, you know, I started the show. I was all excited uh, because it was, uh, you know, one o'clock here. It was uh, four o'clock on the East Coast. And I figured within an hour or two, we were going to get uh, the big document drop. Hundreds of pages of Jeffrey Epstein court documents. It was going to have a couple of hundred names of people connected to the case. Don't know in what capacity, but everybody's excited, right? Uh, there were rumors that Bill Clinton was mentioned multiple times. And then, as often happens, a lot of hype, a big buildup, and nothing. Why is this? Well, we're going to get Laura Engel on again. Uh, she's with News Nation. Uh, as I said, News Nation is a really good uh, cable news channel. It's fairly new. And you should go find it on your cable system and you'll uh, see Laurel. She's uh, their national correspondent based in New York. And she's covering the Epstein case. Laura, how are you? I'm good. we got to add in the former KFI reporter, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All the years that we've been doing it. And I cannot believe this. I cannot believe this is happening right now. I've been waiting to talk to you. I have been on the air for two days talking about the Jeffrey Epstein documents about to be unsealed. We've been waiting. I was here until midnight last night. They just came out. So I'm not going to be able to stay with you because I have to get on TV. 934 pages have just been released by the Southern District in here in New York. This is, I'll give it to you quick. Um, the court released an order earlier today that the unsealing of the documents and the records containing names of those who associated with Jeffrey Epstein, but again, who are not criminally charged here, were supposed to come out at some point. We've been hitting refresh, refresh, refresh on PACER, which is the court system all day long. I literally just walked out of the newsroom to come and do this hit with you. And I'm just getting messages right now saying, please come back. Uh, it's just been dropped on PACER. So again, um, the court is releasing these documents electronically. So now we're about to dive into them. Here's the question. Who's on the list? Those who are on the list know that they're on the list because these are court documents, court records, depositions that happened for people that were interviewed during the defamation lawsuit of Epstein's former girlfriend, uh, Giselle Maxwell, uh, Maxwell. And everybody in this document knows who they are. They, a lot of them do not want their names released. So the district executive of this court told us earlier today uh, that some of these names, there are two, uh, John Doe and a Jane Doe, two people 
listed as number 107 and 110 were granted a special condition that their names would not be released until January 22nd. The rest of them just got released. So we're about to dig into it. I can certainly come back to you when I get a minute, but I have to go back into the newsroom. And so we have a plan in place. We've got a team of people and we're all going to take a chunk of this. We heard it was going to be a couple of hundred pages. Now getting the message, it's 934. Wow. All right. We'll probably talk to you tomorrow in detail about all this. Yes, but uh, but a very big I mean, like everybody who's you know all the talk shows here in New York have been saying you know there's a lot of nervous people uh, over Christmas and New Year's because a lot of people don't want their names in it and here is the day the day that people some people have been dreading is now here and we are about to see who is on the list. Remember, these are people who could be associates, they could be accusers, they could be employees, they could be people that we've never even thought would have connections to Jeffrey Epstein, and that's what we're going to find out. We'll let you know what we get. All right, Laura, we'll talk with you tomorrow. Thanks. Go do it. All right, Laura Engel, uh, formerly of KFI News, now with uh, News Nation, cable uh, TV news channel. You should uh, look up and watch. Well, I, you know, while she was talking, I was looking at uh, various news sites, and uh, nobody has any details yet. As she said, it just came over the uh, internal court uh, communication system there, and all the reporters have to run. And now they've got to uh, pour through for uh, 934 pages, right? That's what she said. And uh, there's at least a couple hundred names, but again, nobody knows whether these are people who knew Epstein, socialized with Epstein, worked for Epstein in some capacity, not related to his uh, procuring process. Some of them will be. How many are clients? How many are well-known clients whose names you'll recognize? How many uh, people are going to be jumping off buildings? But, uh, you know, you know the, the, the thing I have seen in common with these stories when it involves somebody procuring young women for sex, whether it's a creep like Epstein and Ghislaine Mack Maxwell or the madam stories that pop up, usually in New York or Washington, D.C., it, it's always prominent people, maybe not famous people, but prominent in their industry. And it's usually people who make a lot of money. This is what guys do when they have a lot of money and they travel uh, or they have a lot of money and they're not traveling. And it doesn't matter if they're married. They got to have six kids at home. This is what they do. And I don't know what's done to keep some people's names out of uh, publicity like this. I don't know if they write a big check. I don't know if they issue uh, horrible, vile threats. Uh, but somehow, most of the time, the little black book never gets revealed. We never find out the contents of what's going on. Is this going to be different? We don't know. We got to see here because you're going to you're going to hear names, but it 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 may not be that the names you hear were actual clients. Um, but the, for some reason this judge got tired of everything being under seal and everything being redacted. Uh, we will find out coming up maybe in a matter of uh, minutes later later in the day or certainly we'll go in depth tomorrow all right you're listening to john Cobelt on demand from kfi am 640 and we just had laura engel on and we thought well let me tell you one o'clock i thought okay sometime in the next hour we're gonna have the jeffrey epstein document done this is what i'm we're talking about at one o'clock because two o'clock end of the business day I figured uh, they promised the release, the judge is ready to go, and uh, nothing happens. 
supposed to get hundreds of names of people connected to the Epstein case. Nothing. And it turned out there were two people who were requesting from the judge special protection, that they're not going to have their names released uh, for uh, a, a, a period of time while they appeal. And one of the women is in a foreign country and claims she will be in danger if she's named in her culturally conservative country. So the judge said, okay, uh, you got 30 days to appeal, and that would delay the release of the name unless she can prove that she will be in grave danger if her name is unredacted. And there was somebody else with that situation as well. Now, we're talking about 187 people, right? So there's 185 left. But I guess that tied things up long enough that the relief. So we had Laura Engel come on from News Nation. And right at 335, she was supposed to at least, uh, well, she was going to tell us what the holdup was about and what the expectations were. And as she came on, she said they just released the names. Uh, they just released 934 pages of these documents. And now at News Nation, that staff is going through. And I guess all the networks and news sites are going through. Uh, I was checking all the online sites, and uh, nobody even had the bulletin that the documents had been released uh, when when I was looking. So uh, that will come out uh, momentarily, as fast as uh, as all these reporters and staffers can uh, make their way through uh, 934 pages. I'm just looking here. Yeah, CNN is saying the same thing. They're reviewing the documents, hundreds of pages unsealed. Uh, they're expecting almost 200 names. Some of his accusers, prominent business people, politicians, and more people that work for him. Uh, the court order was on December 18th. And, uh, boy, it must, must be exciting behind the scenes. So we're definitely going to have Laura on tomorrow. Or uh, and somebody for sure to, uh, to, talk, to talk about the case because... Uh, this could. This is going to shake up a lot of lives. We think, like I said, often you know you get this, uh, you get all this hype, you get this burst of energy, all this anticipation, and then poof, something happens. The names aren't released because you know these names are not 187 customers. So there's you know obviously Epstein, Epstein cultivated just hundreds and hundreds of acquaintanceships. People pass through. Uh, he had. He seemed to have a strange magnetism. Although I, I read a lot of people said that dinner with him was kind of boring. It's not like he knew a lot of stuff, but he seemed to know a lot of people, and he just had this mysterious air about him. And I guess the real attraction was he was providing, uh, you know, fresh flesh, young girls for all these uh, creepy weirdo guys. That was the that was the beginning and end of the story. Um, so we'll find out tomorrow. Did you hear about in San Francisco about this? There's a video going around about a guy. He's a fentanyl user. This speaks to the, to the depravity of San Francisco. I, I mean, I, I actually have, I'm collecting stories on the depravity of San Francisco. And I have, I, have a, I, have a, I have a thick folder here. This one came out a few days ago. Video of a man high in fentanyl thrashing around on the ground for two hours. For two hours, people stood and watched and took video. Nobody helped him because what are you going to do with him? 
First of all, you don't know what kind of diseases he's got. And if he's thrashing, he could be violent. And then where would you take him? There's no treatment for people against their will. There's not even treatment if, uh, if they do want to get it. Uh, now, remember when the California, I'm sorry, when, when the Chinese leader, President Xi, came to San Francisco, Newsom made sure the city was cleaned up. It was spotless. It was ready for uh, like a, a July 4th parade. Squeaky clean to show off to Xi how great California is. Xi knew better. Newsom knows better. It's all to manipulate the, uh, the television news stories. And, of course, it works because the dumbasses in TV news just generally report what they see. They didn't, they didn't see the cleanup, so we don't know. So you got this guy. Uh, apparently a local journalist got the video. And he says these homeless advocates are trying to cover up these kind of stories. There is an account on X called Dodge Place Tenderloin SF. They shared the video on that account. The man screamed for two hours. He has his pants pulled down to his ankles. And I've, I've watched uh, some of this video. And it's true. This really happened. He is rolling around on the ground, hitting himself, moaning incoherently. Although that sounds like meth more than fentanyl. Because fentanyl puts you in a daze. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a more intense uh, cousin of heroin. And uh, Erica Sandberg is a uh, host of San Francisco Beat. She's an independent journalist. We've had her on the air. We should get her back on the air to talk about this. I realize I, realize I recognize the stain. And she says what frustrates the homeless advocates is they can't stop these images and videos from going public. How sick and psychotic do you have to be to be an advocate for this, for this guy's suffering from this, this fentanyl, fentanyl seizure? And, and, and what is the upside of advocating this? I, I guess it's to, so you could continue getting tax funding for your stupid fake nonprofit. I mean, that, that, that's got to be it. I mean, you, you, you can't be proud of creating a policy or enabling a policy that has a man thrashing around on the ground for two hours. Erica wrote, what frustrates these so-called homeless activists, they can't stop. These images and videos from going public, all the threats and shaming attempts are futile. We are going to share what is happening to our fellow human beings on the streets, and we will identify those responsible. Um, because the glow of November, when they cleaned up the streets for uh, President Xi, is gone. That was the APEC summit, and that wrapped up uh, November 17th. And now, uh, like one uh, one architect was quoted as saying, as you walk around here, you have to do the poopy dance, always avoiding stepping in bleep. So we got we got to get Erica Sandberg on and talk about this. Conway is here. Hey now, hey look, we're we're setting up here for a beautiful sunset. The sun's going to be spectacular tonight because there's no clouds in the west, but there's clouds over the valley and and Orange County. So we're setting up for one of those beautiful 
early uh, January sunset. So get outside. The sunset's over the ocean. That's right. That's right. You're not going to see the sunset like No, no, no. But if you live in Orange County or in the Valley, you're going to see a spectacular uh, sunset. All right. We have the uh, the names coming out with uh, Epstein that, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have some of those names. 900 plus pages. Yeah. Of documents, man, oh man, and then some of them have enough power to delay it until the uh, late January. <laughs> I don't know what that buys them, but I guess uh, something. Uh, Big Bear Lake is getting its first snowfall of the winter. That's cool for people who like to ski. I don't know if you're a skier or not. Oh, I tried. No good. Oh, it was horrible. Oh. It was. You know, I had mothers screaming at me. Really, I lost control. And I ended up uh, crisscrossing onto the bunny hill. Oh, no. And mothers were taking their little toddlers and swinging them in the air. Wow. Because I was flying past them, lying flat on my back. Oh, you, and oh I, was that the time you skied nude? I I, I was nude, <laughs> which is really why they were screaming. I ended up crashing into a wooden fence. Oh, no. No, it's true. Last Where were you, Big Bear? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe Mammoth. I don't know. Oh, man. You shouldn't be on skis. No. Uh, Orange County hospitals are busy with an uptick in sick patients. I don't know what's going on there. And there's a warning issued as rain again brings back danger to the beaches. After rain, you can't go in that ocean, man. Floating duties. It's uh, fecal bacteria. Oh, my God. No, it's disgusting. It's the worst. So we're going to get a cold spell tonight, tomorrow, and Friday. It's going to be cold as hell. All right. Yeah. Ding dong with you. Conway. All got right. uh, weather, sunset information. Yes. John Colbelt show. They bring it on. The names of pedophiles, the whole thing. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, Conway next. Crozier's got the news live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.